I've been buying razor blades for two decades or more, and in all that time, I don't think I've given any consideration to the science and engineering that makes shaving possible or as easy as it is. Earlier this year, I met Dr. Christina Van Oosthuizen, the principal scientist at Gillette's R&D facility in Reading, and we chatted about atmospherics and follicles and prototypes and engineering and women in science. But first of all, I asked Christina what has radically changed shaving in the last 20 years. Uh, through continuous innovation, we have actually made the razor uh, shave, uh, result to an increasingly more comfortable shave and uh, I think uh, through adding new razor features or to improving existing features we have actually the shave is less and less reliant on the skill of, of the of the shaver and actually almost takes care of it. Uh, so are you making shaving almost foolproof in a way? I think in a way that's fair to say, yeah. you know, and uh, we, we definitely also cater for the huge variability in shaving behaviors that we see um, amongst shavers, something we, we study and learn on a day-to-day -day basis. So the research that you put into developing new razor blades, so you have people who shave every day and you look at them and you analyze them, but you also travel the world and see how people shave in different countries and on different continents. Yeah, that's that's correct. So um, the research and, and the razor development that happens in, in Reading is of course also taking into account the global consumer needs as well. This is not just about UK men or, or, or British men, you know, this is indeed also about global needs and global habits and you know um, economic um, factors um, trends everything is taken into account and does something like the weather does atmosphere do environmentals make a difference apart from the economic factors less so I think uh, it's more about uh, socio-economical situations for instance let if we take uh, the case of India for instance we have for instance technology that was specifically uh, developed for the the living conditions of an Indian man the fact that he shaves for in, he that for instance he has not got good access to running water uh, for instance the fact that uh, through through social or religious, for social or religious reasons, for instance, he sh does not shave every day, so he's dealing with longer hairs. All these things are taken into account. It's less so about the weather or climate. That's that's less okay. of a, a determining factor. So some specifics about the science of shaving. So things like preparing to shave, hot or cold water, should I rinse my razor? What would you say general tips for me to get the most life out of a blade? Yes, one of the critical factors is wetting your hair before the shave. Uh, getting that water into the hair. Hair is made out of a protein called keratin. Keratin has a great affinity for water. When it comes in contact with water, it swells, it becomes significantly softer. When it becomes softer, you reduce the force needed to cut the hair. And that in itself lead to more, leads to a more comfortable shave. A man can do that very, very easily in his bathroom. Simply either showering before the shave or better still washing his face with a, with a mild cleanser is actually the best thing to do to prepare your skin for a good shave. So all that beforehand? Absolutely, all that beforehand. And after shaving, moisturising, you know, the macho image or is it time for the new man to embrace moisturising and treatment of the skin after shaving? Absolutely, it's a it's an, it's an great idea to use a moisturising after shave post shaving and really seal the deal as yeah. we say, uh, absolutely. And, and bring that condition of your skin into a better state. 
because the, you know when your skin is actually in a in a, in a better condition, you will almost um, invest in your in the quality of your next shave. You will make your your skin surface more even uh, and. It will be less of a challenging terrain for the cartridge to travel Next across. Time. Absolutely. So it's before, during, and after. And during, of course, it won't surprise you if I if I tell you, you know, use a good quality razor that will give you a close and comfortable shave, and also use shave gel or shave foam. So on razor blade technology itself, and it's changed substantially. But I've been buying blades for a couple of decades now, and. Every time I buy a blade, it's, it seems to be perfect. The, there's no indentations, the blade is of good quality, and I'm curious about the quality. How do you research quality and how, when you build your prototypes? Quality obviously is key to what you do. Absolutely, you know, for Gillette, quality is key. And one of the things we are very clear about is that we um, ensure 100% quality. So every single razor is 100% quality inspected, both in the technical center where we make the prototypes, every prototype is manually inspected through a microscope, but also in production, every single razor has been inspected both the cartridge the cartridge dimensions but also every individual blade so wherever you buy a, a gillette razor in the world it will have been 100 percent inspected that's absolutely key for us christina how do i make my blade last longer or how should how long should a blade actually last from regular shaving every day or two that's actually a, an, an incredibly difficult question because how long a man can use his razor is actually dependent on many, many factors. For instance, the coarseness of his beard, the density of the beard, how he shaves can actually impact the longevity of a blade as well. Um, we see that on average, but I need to really stress this is on average and there's a huge spread. On average, men use one cartridge a month, which is about 14 to 16 shaves on average. Um, there are, to your question, how can he um, prolong the longevity of his blade? I think first and for all, don't do silly things with your cartridge. For instance, these blade edges are incredibly fine and the blade steel is coated with, with coatings that will help with shaving comfort. For instance, do not tap your razor against the sink. This is, there's no need for that. And all you achieve is actually you damage the blade tips, so you blunt your blades, and you damage, damage those coatings that are there actually to provide comfort and blade strength. It's like you watch me every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you know this, this advice will, will yeah. hopefully make a difference, but uh, this is something we, we commonly see men do frequently, and there's absolutely no need for that. The razors are designed for good rinsability. Just rinse it under the, the running water and let it air dry upright or in the holder you've bought it with. And that's sufficient. So no, no need to dry it, no need to rub Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. Do not rub it on a towel. Do not, you know, we have heard stories about consumers trying to rub it with a toothbrush to clean it. Absolutely not. You know, I really, really have to advise strongly against that. Christine, let me ask you about the future of razor blades. Diamond-like carbon coating. Products like that coming into razor blades. The talk is that they'll be sharper, they'll be wonderfully efficient and will last longer but from your research you're at the cutting edge of this mm -hmm. and from your research in 2020 what will the razor blade likely be made of okay so unfortunately 
I cannot comment on, <laughs> the, fu on the future, okay. uh, right? But um, well, and we were, of course, looking at new cutting forms and, and new technology in that area. Of course, we have to keep a very open mind in how we approach technology. But I can tell you that today, the best way or the most efficient way to cut a beard hair is with hardened and sharpened steel that has sufficient coatings to give it blade strength at that fineness and to ensure that the blade travels comfortably over your skin and through that hair. Christina, you've worked in science for over two decades. You went to University of Ghent and I think studied pharmacy? Pharmacy, yes. So, did you ever imagine that as a, a woman pursuing a science career, you'd end up involved in the fascinating and yet sort of male-dominated world of razor blade design and prototyping? I didn't imagine it when I started sort of my acad academic career, but it's not such a disjointed uh, aspect really because shaving is actually highly scientific and there are many aspects of science that come into the equation when you study shaving when you develop new razors you know you need expertise in biology in skin science in chemistry in physics in material science in engineering so it's actually not at all surprising that a scientist would end up in that uh, in that area but there's actually a good link because as a pharmacist you're generally interested in how the body works in how treatments or drugs impact on the body so actually having an implement that um, travels across your biggest organ i.e the skin there's actually a very logic link and you know there's not a single day that i'm bored at work it keeps fascinating me we are continuing to learn new things and 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 it's actually exactly that um that diversity in the scientific as aspects that come into the equation when you study shaving that, that and, I find the, so and that drew you to it as well yes yeah. absolutely and so for women in science generally are you seeing um with your work at gillette are you seeing more female scientists more engineers I think it's more or less a 50-50 split uh, gender-wise, you know, and uh, yeah, but, but it's great to have, you know, that diversity, not just in gender, but also in, in skills. Absolutely. You know, that can only be a good thing for innovation. It gives fresh, fresh and fresh perspective and, and a very broad uh, thinking towards the, the topic. So diversity can only be a good thing. Dr. Christina van Oosthuizen from Gillette, thanks so much. You're very welcome. It was a pleasure.